Good evening to everyone who tune in to this uh, online message. And uh, we have entered into a new year. We know that there is a great reset that has been activated uh, into this earth at this time. And uh, we know that we are entering into a very critical time uh, in the history of mankind getting ready for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so we, in our last lesson, we learned that, uh, uh, that despite of what is happening because of the reset, because of the destruction or, or, or the turmoil that's coming to this world, we can find favor with God by knowing God's ways and walk in His ways. And uh, when we find favor with God, God will make covenant with us. And uh, why is it important that we enter into the covenant of God? Because the covenant that God made with us is to bring us into His plan, His purpose for the earth for the reason why he created the earth. And, and, and that's why it's not something that we take lightly, neither God uh, take it lightly. When he make covenant with man, with, with us, he commit everything, everything into this covenant. And it's an eternal covenant. This covenant has to pass down from one generation to another until he comes again. Until the kingdom of this world become the kingdom of his Christ. So that's, that's the, the purpose that we see, you know, when God make covenant uh, with us. And, uh, and so this covenant has to go down from one generation to the next. Let's look at Genesis 9. Verse 8, Genesis 9, 8 to 10. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild and animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. So you see, the covenant that God made with man, it cannot be fulfilled in one generation or two generations. In fact, it is being fulfilled through the generations until the nations of this earth, the kingdom of this earth becomes the kingdom of of our Lord and Christ. That's why he created this world. This world belongs to him. The kingdoms of this world, the nations belongs to him. So covenant is initiated, covenant making is initiated by God because this is his purpose. And uh, he looked for people whom he can entrust this covenant to, 
to fulfill his plan and purpose on the earth. So he, he made covenant with Noah, as we have learned. He made covenant with Abram. Look at Genesis 17. Genesis 17 verse 4. As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. You, your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you. And kings will come from you. So when we look at the covenant of God, if you only look at the blessings, oh, we're going to receive the blessing of Abraham, you know, we're going to prosper, we're going to be rich. Then you did not understand the covenant. You missed the essence of the covenant. The covenant God made is so that the nations of the earth will worship Him, will honor Him, because He is. The king, he is a true ruler. So that is the purpose. That there is a purpose in the covenant. This is the purpose that, that God has in making covenant with us. And the blessings and all these things are to, to equip us, are to bless us so that we can fulfill the covenant, so that we can bring it about that the nations of the earth will become the the nations of our Lord. That's the ultimate goal. And we see that in Psalm 2, verse 8. Psalm 2, verse 8. This psalm is prophetic about the coming of God's Son, Jesus. And when the Son of God came into this world, become the Son of Man, God said in verse 8, of Psalm 2. He said, ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Ask me. I will give you the nations of the earth as your inheritance and this earth will be your possession. So, so this is God's purpose. And God is bringing us, when He makes covenant with us, He's bringing us into this great purpose. We have a share in it. We have a part in it. And He blesses us so that we can be a part of this per great purpose. And so He makes covenant with us in order that we may be part of this great plan and great purpose. And the next verse in this psalm, just now we read verse 8, verse 9. So when we know this is God's plan, it is God's purpose, what must we do? Verse 9. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate His rule with trembling. So we know that this is God's purpose and this is His covenantal purpose. What do we do? We serve the Lord with fear and celebrate His rule with trembling. So the purpose of our life, the, the, the reason why we live is to celebrate His kingdom coming 
is to celebrate His rules on this earth. It's not about us, it's about Him. You see, that's why some people, you know, when they believe God, all they think about is how God is going to bless them, how they're going to live peacefully. You miss the whole point. The whole point is God making covenant, bringing us into the covenant, is that we might live out this purpose of His. So that the kingdom of this earth become His kingdom. And we are to celebrate for it. But if we resist, if we uh, refuse to, to honor Him in such a way, He said He will break them with a rod of iron. You know, He will break the stubborn will. Yeah, the iron will. He will break that with a rod of iron so that man will eventually have to honor him and acknowledge him. And those who continue to resist, he said he will dash them to pieces like pottery. So you see the, 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 the consequence of not walking in this covenantal relationship, not knowing this purpose of God. The price is great. And that's why it says, you kings, be wise, be warned. Be wise, be warned. Because this, this whole earth is his inheritance. It's his possessions. And we are to live in that covenantal relationship knowing this. So that we honor him, we serve him, we serve His purpose, His kingdom purpose. So, when God makes covenant with us, it begins with a promise. And it will take generations to come in order to see the full, full, fulfillment of that covenant. But each one in this journey, we have a part to play in it, Right? And uh, so this covenant has got to be established because it's conditional. In every covenant, it's conditional. If we, God will fulfill His part. God will definitely bring about His plan, His purpose. And He's capable of doing that. But we have to honor our part and fulfill our part. You see, Abram, knew the promise of God. God has already made that covenant with him. And he's been waiting for that son that God promised him. And it seems to be not coming and, and probably coming too late. So Abram compromised. You know, and as a result, Ishmael was born. And so Abram was thinking of an easy way easier way out but not with God no matter how impossible the situation is God the covenant making God will fulfill what he said he will bring it to pass so Abraham was thinking well let Ishmael be that that son that you promised now that I there's no way that I can produce children gone past my age but God says in Genesis 17, verse 7, I will establish my covenant 
as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. That's often what happened to us and how we uh, look at things. You know, we believe God and we trust God, but as the days goes by, if it didn't happen, we begin to compromise, we begin to look for easier way. But we've got to understand when God makes covenant, He will fulfill His binding, He will fulfill His part. But we have to fulfill our part in trusting in Him and keep walking with Him and not compromise, not going in our own way. Because as, as you see in Abraham's life, he created so much problem for himself and for, for humankind. So how can we bring forward the fulfillment of the covenant in our life? You know, God has promised. We're walking with Him, but nothing seems to be happening. How can we bring forward this, this covenant, these promises? So God gave Abram a son in Isaac. And then God tested Abram and asked Abram to sacrifice his son Isaac to him. And Abram was willing and he offered Isaac as a sacrifice. But then the angel of the Lord in Genesis 22 verse 15, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possessions of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring all nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. So, Abraham has partially entered into the covenant. Now he has a son. But that's not the end. That's not the goal. The goal is a father to nations. So we learn from Noah. When he came out of the ark, he offered a sacrifice, burnt offering, and God sealed his covenant with him and with his descendants. Here, when Abraham was willing to offer Isaac, again we see that he sealed the covenant. He brought forward the fulfillment of the covenant from God's part in his life. And say, God said, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous and so on. I will surely do this because of what you have done. Because you've withheld nothing. You offer your, 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 the son that you love, Isaac, to me. Okay, because you have Obey me. So we can see that uh, it's through unreserved sacrifice we, we brought forward the fulfillment of the covenant that God made with us. 
And this covenant is, is just too big. It has to carry from generation to generation. It doesn't stop with us. It has to pass down to the next generation and the generation after until Jesus comes. Until the kingdom of this world becomes the kingdom of our Christ. Until the nations of the earth bow down before him. That's what, that's what happened. So the covenant has passed down from generation after generation. That's why we hear that God is the God of Abraham, God is the God of Isaac, God of Jacob, you know, generation after another, after another. After that is the 12 tribes, the sons of Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel to carry on and to carry on until right down to us today, until Jesus come. Look at Galatians 3. Verse 8 and 9. Galatians 3, verse 8 and 9. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed to you. So, that, uh, so those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the father of faith. So you see, we are brought into this covenant because of our faith. In Jesus, our faith in the King who will rule and reign over the nations. And, and because what, what Abraham was promised is this, is what we have now, or what we're moving into now. And when we believe God, just like Abraham did, the man of faith, we enter into this covenant, and we enter into this, this covenant blessing and the fulfillment of this covenant in our life. And when we do that, when we keep that covenant, when we continue to keep that covenant, what do we receive at the end? Revelation 2, verse 26 and 27. In our next uh, series of studies, we're going to talk about the Zazabaric spirit. And one of the purpose that Zazabaric spirit uh, uh, wants to do is to destroy the covenant in our life. In fact, that's the main purpose. Destroy the covenant in our life. But if we were to overcome that spirit of Zazabaric, what, what do we receive? Revelation 2, 26. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end. I will give authority over the nations that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery just as I have received authority from my father. Isn't it amazing? This is just like the Psalm, Psalm 2 that we read, that prophetic word about Jesus inheriting the nations of the earth as his inheritance and take possessions of the earth. And God will give us the same authority that he gave Jesus to rule and to reign over this earth with him. And that's why this covenant is, is everything that God has or wants to do on this earth. And he's bringing us into this covenant. He's resetting the earth to fulfill this covenant. 
and we better continue to keep this covenant that God has for us through faith, through unreserved sacrifice and, and, and serving Him, living our life, celebrating His, his uh, rules over the nations of the earth so that we are part of this great plan of God that He's bringing about into this earth. And He's resetting this world now into this last phase of the fulfillment of this covenant, of this purpose. Shall we pray? Father, we come before you. We thank you for unveiling your plan, your purpose to us. We thank you, Lord, for uh, putting together that jigsaw puzzle uh, for us to see your plan, your purpose for this planet Earth. And Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for bringing us into this covenant with you. And, and we pray that we will know how to live wisely and be warned so that we are part of this covenant-making process that you have for this earth. Come, Lord Jesus, come rule and reign through us. May the nations come to know you and worship you. Lord, you will bring it about. You will make it a reality. Help us to just continue to trust you so that we will continue to be part of this. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again next week.